0: everybody. I am Mike by myself, and this is Rockin' Vino. It is the podcast about wine and music and about how they go so well together. You can find us anywhere great podcasts are offered on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, the TuneIn app, rockinvino.com, featured twice monthly at riffmagazine.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good places. Be sure to like and subscribe to get each new episode. Why am I here by myself? My partner in crime, Coco, is on a plane to Denver for part two of the Red Rocks adventure that you heard about last week, so we will follow up on that next week. But, good news, this past weekend in Glen Allen, California, the heart of Sonoma Wine Country, the Sonoma Harvest Music Festival, we talked to Dave Graham last week from Bottle Rock Presents, one of the people who put together this event, and... Both Coco and myself were able to get out there, we talked to a couple artists, some folks from the winery, and we're able to do basically a live episode out from the Sonoma Harvest Festival. It's a rock and vino field trip. It's a first. Maybe we'll do more. Pretty much the best way I can describe it is fun-sized bottle rock. It's everything you want in a music festival. Just at a smaller, more manageable, intimate size, directed to those who don't like the huge, massive crowds of the big music festivals. And To that end, they pulled it off beautifully. First off, we talked to the front man of a San Francisco band that, if you don't know, you're going to want to know a lot more about. They are Combrio. They kicked off day two of the festival. and You would think kicking off live music at 1130 would be a tall task. Not for Combrio. They came out and absolutely brought the house down to open the show. Amazing stuff frontman Zeke McCarter from San Francisco by way of Houston sat down with us immediately after their set. It was a great conversation, but before that, let's hear a little more. We heard him at the top. Let's hear one more. This is All Over Me, Combrio on Rock and Vino.
1: Have a hell of a night, yeah. it's all I want to do. So it's only-
0: here, backstage at Sonoma Harvest Festival. Just so nice to talk to. Zeke McCarter, Cambrio, just got off stage. Amazing way to kick off the day. Amazing. Thank yeah, you. Thanks so much for sitting thank down you. and taking the time.
1: Yeah, thank you. being
0: uh, You guys are no stranger to festivals. I mean, you played Outside Lands, I think mean, yeah. Bonnaroo also. I mean, this has yeah. to be at least it's from a band perspective, a yeah. unique one for you guys to play. Something oh, yeah. something new that you yeah. <laughs> haven't I seen mean, before. It's,
1: it is, and it's not too far it's still in the fam. Uh, it's I guess related related to bottle rock which right. we played twice. Mm-hmm. Amazing festival. Shout out to Tom Hopper. Um, yeah, it's 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 not too far from home. <laughs> <laughs> and we could come rock out on this beautiful Sunday. So you guys
2: are a Bay Area band. We are, so yes, San Francisco. You guys Francisco. make it up to Sonoma County, or I don't actually.
1: Someone it? asked me yesterday, "Where's Sonoma?" And I said, "I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know it's close." Yeah, well, now you know. Now, now I know. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone's um, based in San Francisco. I think you, you yourself are from Houston. Yes. Did the band sort of form in San Francisco? Is that yes. how you all kind of found each other?
1: Yeah, we started in San Francisco in the nice. local jam scene. How did
2: you make your way from Houston to the city? What brought you to the city?
1: My mother was born and raised in San Francisco. Okay. And I have all her family out. She's here today. I've got some cousins. It's my niece's birthday today. So it's just like a family affair right now. Uh, But my mother's born and raised in the Fillmore in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. My grandmother and grandfather have been there since the 40s. Uh, the Great Migration from the South uh, Been there ever since And um, I've always wanted to move to San, to San Francisco From Houston, from Texas mm-hmm. yeah. You know, way different life Definitely
0: <laughs> Now the As you mentioned on stage uh, The band name means uh, With Vigor, I believe is the, is the translation And I, I feel like that's sort of The mindset you guys bring to Whether it's the live show or on record Just sort of this kind of positive energy to everything is that sort of the what you the goal you're trying for
1: that, I mean it's a natural it's just a natural expression in response to playing music as a living you know as and connecting with people you know come to see us and appreciate our music it's it's with vigor, it actually comes from uh, classical sheet music,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it uh, indicates t- it's a musical direction that indicates the player to kind of like add a little more pep. Ah, more. And you
2: guys definitely got some <laughs> pep. <Yeah. laughs>
1: we uh, were inspired by that and emulated that, you know, and carried it forward.
2: Absolutely. And so your new album, Explore, is pretty amazing. I listened to it um, kind of on repeat recently. <laughs> and um, I did notice a very familiar song on there that you guys uh, covered
1: from it? Nirvana, Heart Shape yeah. Box. How did that come about? Man, we, we were in, working on it. We had finished Paradise, the last album, and we were touring. I think we were in Atlanta, Georgia, and just had a day off and uh, was ho- housed up for a couple of days and a friend's uh, I was, she was from there we actually live in the Bay shout out to Kelly McFarlane um, <laughs> <laughs> she let us stay in her parents' house and we were just one to kind of like we've done we've kind of reworked covers before and they worked our they've inspired us and inspired other songs so we took that approach and we actually we are going to do a grunge rock we were intending on doing like oh, a yeah? grunge rock EP before oh, we put the wow. album out <laughs> <laughs> it's just like let's keep going with this we had a list of songs a couple of them nice uh, but we got Heart Shape Box and pivoted off of that in a major way and it's good it's a good uh,
2: cover I really enjoyed
1: it yeah I wanted to kind of I did not grow up listening to Nirvana at all I didn't really know but I've seen t-shirts all you know you know know it Uh but like I didn't get into it and like have the respect and appreciation for it till I got older where some of the guys in the band who were like they're much older than I am not much but a couple years older than I am who Uh were alive whenever that album dropped and just had that moment so it's good to kind of bridge the gap in that way and the audience is loving it so far so I'm glad you appreciate it too
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like that's one of the things that sort of makes the band as unique as it is a lot of different everyone has kind of different backgrounds and sort of genres Mm -hmm. that they're that influence them that they come from? Is that yeah. sort of what makes up the sound? Just lots of, lots of different backgrounds That certainly influences coming
1: the sound yeah. Yes, in, in a major way um, We all are like, Some of us are classically trained Some of us are just mm-hmm. trained by ears Some of us We all come from different angles and come from different places in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, different cultural influences It's just a lot of diversity and I feel like that that's what music is that's what life is you know I wish we had Mm -hmm. been saying since day one we've got to have some you know a powerful woman in a band (laughs) soon come yeah (laughs) but definitely want to like touch all angles of life, you know, inclusive, inclusivity, I think that's where (laughs) inclusivity is the mission, (laughs) you know, music and beyond.
2: Nice. And so you guys are going to be traveling overseas to do some shows. Is that your first time overseas? No,
1: we've been overseas a handful of times. Oh, yeah? This will be our third time this year, actually. Wow. Uh, Wow. We're heading to, first we went to Australia earlier this year, then we did a European tour this summer, and we headed back to Europe uh, for a couple weeks. I think like two weeks or so, and then we come back to the U.S. and tour at Blues Traveler. Oh, fine! It's gonna be a dope tour. We tour all cool. throughout the South and in the West Coast, and get to play Houston, my hometown. Hey, it's my first time playing there. It's gonna be dope. Shout out to Blues Traveler for having <laughs> us, like making my dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then we'll go to Japan. Wow! And we'll, we'll be wrapped up with the dang
0: major fall tour. So you mentioned the new albums, Explorer, and I think part of that came from your travels overseas and talking to people exactly. from other cultures and. countries kind of about what's going on here. Exactly. Um, wh- what was that experience like? Just coming I mean, in contact with all these different yeah, people, and
1: honestly, it was it was so surreal. I, to to it's, I don't like talking about it too much, but <laughs> we toured to Europe in Japan uh, immediately after the election. Oh, okay. So it was a lot, we're getting questioned a lot about yeah, that, I mean. <laughs> naturally so. But even before then, it was a lot of, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement and a lot of social injustices and um, waves of it coming throughout the summer, just throughout the year 2016. And having our message be able to kind of translate and find a place in these hearts and minds of people around the world was really inspiring and it kind of you've definitely encouraged us to, you know, be treat this like a marathon and not like a sprint and say, hey, you know what, let's explore this for the fullness that it is. And to have our first album take us around the world twice was just like, whoa.
2: That's phenomenal. You know,
1: we want to keep exploring through life, through music, through relationships, through all of it, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Positively.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it, was good. It's, it seems like uh, with the songs, I mean, there's, there's so many kind of, Negative influences you can see in the you know yeah. watching the news and stuff like yeah. that sort of sort of channel that in the music for you know to a positive response that's yeah. pretty cool.
1: I mean it's, it's just carrying the torch forward. You know a lot of the greats have done it like Earth Wind and Fire, like oh, yeah. Stevie Wonder, you know Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson, James Brown, Stevie Nicks, like all around the board. Queen just like want to carry the torch forward for music, for culture, for artists, for creators to connect to life. You know even if you aren't a creator, just have Having a connection to life you know while we're all here on this earth is a is a blessing to to have so we want to create that
2: yeah (laughs) love it
0: and uh, how just as yourself as a performer I mean how young did you start I mean we were laughing I mean you're up there pulling out the triple splits on stage. <laughs> I mean, it, it comes so natural to you. I mean, it, have you done it all your life? No, 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 no not all my life. But <laughs> I've, I've
1: performed Just all my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought you meant the splits. Oh, no. So. <laughs> 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 no, no, I haven't. Mean, but yeah, naturally. I, yeah, that's, I actually got into music before I even knew I could sing. I know I wanted to perform. I want to be an entertainer. I'm mean, going to have a mic, I have a dope band. It's going to be music, and it's going to be fun, but... I got to learn how to sing <laughs> but performing was first so like I used to set up a camera like on the table and just like at my house and dance wow. for hours and just like look back at it show my mom and then do it again well so, the like, fact <laughs> that
2: you like can pull off those moves and sing okay. and sound amazing I yeah. mean that's a phenomenal feat I'm happy to be here
1: praise be to God yeah it's um it's definitely been a years years and works and I'm glad to have um, had a community to connect with in the Bay Area to kinda of really bring it all forward. All these I mean, all of us have been playing for long time we got some virtuosos in the band, and some of us may oh not yeah. know so it's so, <laughs> just good to, i'm just happy to be here just happy nice. to be here well cool. if
2: you did not get a chance to see Combrio live uh you can catch them again in november at, at the Fillmore. is that right with blues traveler
1: oh we have at the localer? warfield yeah is it the warfield yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: nice so i would Real highly blues suggest Traveller. checking them out you included, it Coco. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> of <it>, course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very cool all right zeke thank McCartin, you so much thanks for taking thank the time you, awesome thank
2: you
0: it. our thanks to zeke mccarter frontman from Combrio an amazing set don't miss them when they come back to the warfield with blues traveler that's a show you're going to want to be at in just a few minutes we'll talk to the main man at br cone winery He is a director of operations at vintage wine estate another one of the many people who made this amazing festival happen we talked about the rock now let's talk about the vino michael domer will join us and we'll talk all things br cone we'll talk about their events their wines some of the fun things they have coming up but first we mentioned it in the interview Very interesting cover on Combrio's new album, Explorer. They take a little grunge turn, but in their own style, this is Heart-shaped Box. back here backstage at the Sonoma Harvest Festival at BR Cone Winery and joining us now, Director of Operations for Vintage Wine Estates, Michael Domer. Michael, thanks for taking the time. My pleasure. And a big weekend for you guys out here. Just I 3,000 people each day, big music festival. And it, it, it has to be exciting for you to see it all come together now. It, it, it's incredible. It's been, it's been amazing. And so... You talked some to some degree about how, how it came together. B.R. Cone was looking to get to do the festival or do another music festival here, and reached out to the Bottle Rock team, and that was sort of the genesis of getting the festival together.
3: That was, and then we came together and started making it happen. We've been working on this for better part of six months wow. just to bring this to fruition, and and to be here today is is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really incredible to see all of the the work and time and commitment and passion that both sides have put into it to to bring it to today
2: now did a lot of work have to go into doing any additional changes to the winery to prepare for this particular festival because it already was kind of a venue space for concerts in the past so what did you guys do to make improvements for this
3: uh, well we had to we had to do we had, we worked really closely with the bottle rock team mm-hmm. for you know bringing people in for easy access to get in and to get out and and some of it was as simple as pruning trees because a lot of cars were going to be coming through mm-hmm. and some of it was a little bit more complicated about fixing lawns and staircases <laughs> oh, yeah and adding staircases to to be able to accommodate the people mm-hmm. so some of it was just pruning and some of it was <laughs> was a lot more work a large
2: build <laughs> right. well the new stage is amazing that they built up they, they built out for this because it's nice and and tall so you can really see great from anywhere it it is it's
3: amazing how it just you know just spans it just it's along the vineyard it's beautiful you you know every act that's performed has been in awe of the space and Mm -hmm. and it it feels very genuine when they all want to come back and play again because they said it's it's very very unique i think Zizi ward said it this morning she's like there's a handful of places that I would like to come back to and play frequently, and this is pretty much one of <laughs> awesome,
2: them. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> uh, so is this going to be an annual thing, the Sonoma Harvest Festival? That is our
3: goal. Awesome. And that is our objective, is to, is to do this again and again. Very
2: cool. And do you have any say in the bands that come to this festival? Well, you know, Bottle Rock,
3: that, that's their, their specialty. Mm-hmm. Our specialty is hospitality, making wine, and, and, and showing people a great time we will work with them to, to find the appropriate fit for
0: Sonoma. Yeah. Uh, so hope maybe we'll have a little input.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very cool.
0: Now, as far as the property itself, what, when there's not a giant yeah. festival going on here at any given time, <laughs> so what what's going on in some of these areas? Um, what kind of events are you doing here? There's 3,000 people here every Saturday.
3: No, we do. You know, we are. We do during the summer season. We do have live music every Sunday. Oh, great! And we have oysters every Sunday. We have. Um, sandwiches and the deli so it's always very festive around here Mm -hmm. on weekends so people can come and enjoy you can do a seated tasting you can also buy bottles of wine and just enjoy the grounds so so people use it for different ways Uh, we also host weddings we do corporate events we do private events Uh, shameless plug on October 27th we're having our final um dinner series we work with girl in the fig and so we're doing a winemaker dinner on the 27th which will be out on the terrace Mm -hmm. and tickets are available and glenn hugo who is our winemaker will come and and talk through some wines that will be paired with some food and be a lovely way to close off the season on october 14th we're doing something a little bit more near and dear to us is we're doing a first responder appreciation dinner. oh wow that's great so you know we were very fortunate to not have any trouble, but right around us was, was not so mm-hmm. very, very not close. so good, so we have invited all of the first responders and the guest in the area to come and, and have dinner with us. So wow. We're, we're going to have dinner with them on, on the 14th. and How nice. And just say thank you. Yeah. And, and we've had Lombardi's, who's out of Petaluma, is donating all of the food, Sonoma Springs Brewery offering all of the beer. So every, we are providing all of the wine. So the whole community has kind of come together mm-hmm. to, to say thank you.
2: That's really wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Feels Very good. Cool. Nice.
0: Now you are with uh, Vintage Wine Estates, also who did, I guess owned, owns and operates the BR Cone property. Correct. Um, what are some of the other brands that people would know? Some that,
3: of the other uh, brands we have, States. we have Beyonce Sonoma, mm. out in Bodega Bay. We have Sonoma Coast Vineyards. Uh, up and up over in Napa, we have started, we have Clopagas up in, up in Calistoga. We have Girard Calistoga, which is oh. opening right across the street from Clopagas any day now. Wow. And then as you come a little bit further down, we have Delectus, Cosentino, Swanson Vineyards, and Yountville. we actually have a Girard tasting room as well.
2: Nice. And do any of those other wineries also host music? Maybe, I mean, not, not to this scale, the un- but, The office is
3: large enough that they'll, they'll do a weekend music, you know, Saturday and Sunday okay. they'll do live music and
0: pizza out on the, out on the terrace.
2: Gotta love that combo. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. So. Very nice.
0: Now, your background in particular, how did you get into the into the
3: wine business? My, my background is is completely different. I come from hospitality, mm-hmm. and I did my my career has been mostly restaurants and food and beverage. Okay. And a couple of years ago, I really wanted to to transition and and move away from that, but but stay in hospitality. And as the wine industry continues to mature, more and more wineries are looking for for the hospitality focus to drive experiences Mm -hmm. and hospitality. and, And that's been our goal as you come on site today is that we're warm, we're welcoming, we're friendly. We want you to be here and come back
2: yeah it's been a really lovely experience just from the start of just pulling into the parking you know sometimes for other festivals the parking situation can just get (laughs) things kicked off in the wrong foot so yeah in the wrong direction but no i mean everything here has been phenomenal it's beautiful it
3: is and that's how we kind of come together is you know we're you know we're out there with the parking attendants saying hello and seeing how they're greeting We're, we're watching the beverage service even though it's all a lot of vendors that are here we're still keeping an eye to make sure that they're representing our winery very well, because mm-hmm. people are at our winery. It's a, it's a sponsored, it's a multi-sponsored event, but ultimately you're at BR Cone, and we want people to have a great time and, and leave with a great memory of our winery. Absolutely.
0: Uh, from a hospitality standpoint, do you see, uh, sort of the uh, wine and music crossing together, becoming more of the more of the experience um, for putting on events absolutely. not necessarily just with a concert but with any event you're doing it, it, it is it's, you just see
3: it I mean just, just look, at, look at this weekend absolutely you know the, mm-hmm. your, the vineyards are behind you the music the people the atmosphere you know when we were putting this together we envisioned a vibe an energy but we didn't know until we opened those doors yesterday
2: mm-hmm.
3: and we did it it's there. And so, and I think the wine, the music, people are really enjoying that feeling and that atmosphere and the energy that comes from it. And, and I think there's going to be more of it to come, especially since our winemaker absolutely loves rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> love that. So, so, let's so get so rock if has anything festival. to do with it, we're gonna, it's going to stay up. It's going to definitely it. keep going.
2: Now, who's been your favorite act so far uh, this weekend?
3: That's one of those trick questions, isn't it? Kind
2: of. I mean, I think I, I yeah. think I
3: think they've all been great. I I would say that Gabrielle and Rodrigo left me breathless. Absolutely. And, Phenomenal. And really took me to a different place. Mm-hmm. And they really captured the crowd's attention the most of any anybody, you know. They, they, they absolutely. just grabbed them and I think yeah. um, but I I've, I've had so much fun. You know, I you know, everyone has been just great. Compreh's been great. easy Ward was great today. Uh, who am I missing?
2: From today? Yeah. Oh gosh, B- what was that guy's name? Baxter. Ah, Baxter.
3: Baxter. Yeah, and they were in my <laughs> Ryan and Baxter Ryland. and they were in my office. So I always go up to my office oh, and make shoot. sure who's ever in that room I'm saying hello and that's my hospitality. Make sure, hey, you're in my office. Are you okay? Yesterday it was the sufferers that were in there. Oh, lovely. And so it's always fun going in there because they They have so many questions about wine, so we just Ah. sat and talked about the grapes for a few minutes. And it was great.
2: That's really cool. Yeah. Would they ever? Would you ever have like an acoustic kind of smaller, intimate setting where it's like just a smaller group of people? A- maybe. A-
3: absolutely. You know, in we the vines. did. We did. You know, this summer we did a one of our wine club events. Mm-hmm. We did a battle of the bands just for our wine club awesome. members, and we brought in um, Wonder Bread Five, <laughs> and everybody had just a great time. They, uh-huh. they and we did it on the 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 smaller stage that's down there and it was great so yeah oh, we're wow. going to continue to you know we can handle the smaller events <laughs> uh, we can't handle we need bottle rock on, on this scale <laughs> but to bring in some smaller events we're definitely going to do that awesome very cool
0: now on the wine side of things um, what what types of wines are as beer cone offering um, on on our
3: state we have. All of the the varietals that make up your classic Bordeaux blend, right? But we're predominantly Cabernet. Mm. So we've got Cabernet, Petit Verdot, Malbec, Petit Verdot, and so this is when you're gonna have to record, record. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Carmenere.
3: No, not Carmenere. Cab Franc. Oh. Right. So Cab Franc, Cab Cabernet Franc. Sauvignon, Malbec, Petit Verdot, and Merlot. Merlot. There you go. Hey. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but, but predominantly, the majority we have is Cabernet. Okay. And that's what's behind you. Um, and then we do an estate Cabernet, but then we also do some special select where we're pulling from certain blocks uh, of wine. And then for whites, we, we don't have any white on, on property, so those are sourced from other venues. Mm. But we do, we have Chardonnay, we do a Pinot Gris, we do, we do a lovely rose.
2: And you guys have olive oil, too, on property, right? We right. do. Yeah, we do. Really delicious olive very oil.
3: Very, very good olive oils, uh, and our, our picheline is our estate product, so the olive trees that you're seeing around here, we use to make our, our estate product. Wow. And then we, we blend and make some other oils and vinegars, and it's they're awesome. We have some great chocolate sauce, too, and a Chardonnay Ooh. sauce. Oh, yummy. Yeah, okay, so, so there, there's a lot going on and so it's fun so you can you know you can come in and, and taste wine. you can join our club. We have two different wine club. We have a wine club where okay. we'll send wine to you. We also have an olive oil club where we will send out olive oils to oh, you. Very so nice. people have a choice to join either club and some join some join both
2: Mm-hmm.
3: so. Why not? The, the wine one they kind of keep for themselves, the olive oil does it, is a great gift because it's, it's a very attractive <laughs> price point. So so a lot of us here, you know, we'll, we'll buy it for our mom and dad because it just keeps going to them. And it's just a great, it's
0: a gift that just keeps giving. Absolutely. And, and they absolutely enjoy it. Excellent. Well, Michael Domer? Vintage Wine Estates, big weekend here, at BR Cohen. Thanks so much for sitting down and taking the time. My pleasure. Thank yeah. you for, for joining us. Thank you. Come back and see us anytime, and
3: I'll, I'll show you around.
2: Sounds Perfect. good. We'll <laughs> be back. Okay.
3: Good.
0: <laughs> Our thanks to Michael Domer, Director of Operations, Vintage Wine Estate, and BR Cohen. Great to be able to sit down with him and talk all things Sonoma Harvest Festival. Our Thanks to Zeke McCarter from Cumbrio. Again, don't miss them at the Warfield with Blues Traveler coming up this fall. A great, almost totally live episode from the Sonoma Harvest Festival. Again, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll get all the new episodes when they become available. Next week, oh, next week, be a fun episode. Someone has a birthday, so we'll be having a little fun. It'll be a, uh, a very loose episode next week. And we hope you'll join us here on Rockin' Vino. Thanks.